For us today, Ooh, ready nice. to record. Yeah, let's pull that right up. Ah! Ew, what? Oh, Jesus! God, Jesus! Who was that? That? That's not my bat. That's not my bat. You didn't get a third bat. Mike. I didn't get a third bat. I, I can only have so many. What, what is it? Any ED tube would work on him. This is a San Francisco bat. Oh, oh shit! He's got a stamp right on his back. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Supports his team. <laughs> what, right, do, what do we got here? Hang on a second. Oh. Oh, Derek, take a listen here. Yeah. <gasps> Laurel sent her own bat? Laurel. We didn't know you had a bat. Oh, 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 Mike. Mike, we got a Dune special report here. We got, we got some Dune news. Laurel, greetings to you from the CH from Foggy, San Francisco. Even though she has her own Yali here, but travel as you will, travel as you will. We can send a palaquin your way. Uh, Laurel managed to get a tickets to the Dune screener that they just did. Oh, yeah. peak, right? Oh, I wish we could have done that. I had to work that night. Oh, I mean, and it was in fucking Massachusetts, Mike. There's no IMAX anywhere near us. <laughs> I would have gone. Would have been a journey. <laughs> I would have gone. Oh, well, nonetheless, you don't have to because she did for us. Yeah. Uh, gave us the rundown of what she saw there, as well as there's a new trailer, which we have both oh, seen. Oh, I totally saw that. We'll talk about this after. But for any of you that weren't able to get the sneak peek, we got the diggity for you. We'll let you know what's in there. <laughs> and I think it's like we haven't done movie news. I've wanted to avoid this. But now there's something physical and tangible we can all kind of cling to. I think it's worth us at least daydreaming about for a second Sure. Here. Uh, so first and foremost, let's give a little recap of what was in this trailer for the people that didn't make it out there like you and I, who are <laughs> relying off of the accounts of other people's here. Uh, but it included uh, the new trailer. They got to see the Spice Harvester scene almost entirely. That's really cool. Yeah, someone's about a little, that, a little ways in the movie. That's such like a... A paradigm kind of moment in the book. It's, like, it's the quintessential encounter with the desert. When the worms become real, the desert yes. becomes a character. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, beyond that, there's also some brief interviews with uh, Denny and the cast, so the director and the cast. Uh, and then, of course, the first 10 minutes of the movie. That's incredible. That is real. I, I didn't know that was going to be in there. Yeah. I obviously knew it was like a sneak peek. And that's part of, I think if I knew that. It we might have tried a little harder. Eh, I don't know if it would have pushed me enough, but it definitely would have been like, I'm going to consider this a little bit sure, more, right? Sure. Of like making that journey down there. Um, so Laurel will separate this into two sections. The non-spoilers, which we'll start with, and then we'll tell you guys to get the fuck out if you don't want to ruin this for you. <laughs> uh, but basically, the art direction is fantastic. The ship designs especially, I think a lot of this can be seen in the stills that they have released. Mm -hmm. Costume and set design are very lush and detailed. It was difficult to focus on the characters at times, and there was so much life in the background. That's really good, actually. That's how I felt in those brief interludes in the David Lynch version that were just like snippets where they show you those models and how like detailed they were, but then you're like right into a scene, and you never never get to enjoy it like i, I totally sympathize that feeling and it's going to be tenfold for this book now she said scoring was interesting and uh and eerie less classical sci-fi trombones i have no idea what that means oh well you know how a lot of sci-fi films have very deep low hurt kind of tones to simulate the vastness of space like boom. 
Okay. Things like that. That's our. I think that's where she's going with that. Okay, that's the sci-fi trombone. And I'm this was uh, this was Hans Zimmer that did uh, yeah. the score for this film. She said, uh, "More creative use of vocals and weird sounds." Hell yeah! And like, uh, I think in the trailer you can kind of hear that this there's sort of like um, whatever that prayer they play um, for uh, um, Islam. What did I say for Muslim son? Uh, and the, the morning prayers. It kind of sounded like that to me in like a stylized format uh, over some great music. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, and then she, she ends this with like already like the casting, but I'm having a hard time imagining anyone else now. Wow. That's, I think you could have no better uh, seal of approval then for that. That's really good. All right. Now, people, if you're spoilers, leave now. Go. Run. Run as fast Get as you can. Get out of here. Bruno is chasing you. Voice yourself. <laughs> let's talk about the voice first Mike. oh sure so we get to see the voice in this trailer and they kind of have some description for what it's like so you saw in the lynch one i'm not going to use his first name because in the trailer or in the first 10 minutes no in the first 10 minutes i'm sorry so like now they like laurel has seen the actual voice you've seen it in the lynch version sure and uh, this one she phrases it as uh didn't know what to expect but the way they treat it is really interesting there's sort of a sonic boom effect, and then the words, almost as if they break the sound barrier backwards. I don't know how to describe it, but I think I liked it. Hmm. The way I heard it was sort of like when they talk, it basically like it goes muted, and then their mouth moves, and then the words play and like sort of burst back into the sound. Interesting. So like it sort of just sounds like muted underwater. It's, and it's then, hard. It's hard to imagine it without actually seeing it. Oh, I, I can just kind of like it's sort of like I'm um, looking. Imagine like a dubbed over thing, and like my lips are moving, but it's just that's when everything stops. Like the music, like the background mutes, and hmm. then, wow, it just like hits you. And, like they amp it up a little bit uh, to give you that. Like like the words finally boom, and that's what brings you in. Like when uh, guys Helen says. Uh, which say sit, yeah, kind of deal. It'd be like you'd see her mouth move and just be silent. Sit would just hit you. That okay. I don't know. I think we'll see, like, we'll see. I, I think I got to see it too. But I haven't seen anyone be like it sucks. I think <laughs> everyone's sort of like I'm kind of down for this. Like, right. I want to see more of All it. Right. Obviously. All right, Mentat trance. She says weird and cool, very physical but subtle. I really dig it. I really dug it. Past tense. I have no idea what it's like. No, I didn't hear anyone describe Mentat trance. So, like, I want to see that so much. And uh, I sort of imagine, like, that scene from The Matrix where they, like, download the information they need. Yeah, yeah, but so, like, very physical but subtle. So, yeah, you think, like, they take, like, a rigid trance. Rigid like, trance or eyes, like, rapid eye yeah, movement yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, plot differences. There are differences, but nothing uh, truly to step from the book. The spice harvester scene is mildly different, uh, but not in a way that ruins or changes the importance of the scene. Uh, there are some deep nerd references, both in additional scenes and prop set decoration. That's awesome. Uh, bullfighting imagery is seen all around Castle yes! Caladan. That's all we need. And they uh, they got the part with Dune Thin... Uh, Dune's thin atmosphere, right. If you look straight up uh, in some points, you can see the stars, even though the sun is still out. That's pretty awesome. Dude, That's so a nice touch. That, I mean, that is my main gripe with the first one. Like, the, losing the sky, like, boxed in all the shots so much. So. Well, it just seems like they put an orange gel on, like, every shot. Yeah, well, because they held up that, like, yeah. uh, it's literal, like, cloth or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I looks like they went with a post-effect, and that, that seems so right. I'm just... Thinning the sky at the top. I can't wait to see that. Uh, that sounds really gnarly. Uh, then we continue on. In the first 10 minutes of the film, 
we get a, this is what I've also read of the, some um, other people's accounts. Some, we get some exposition. We're replacing uh, what Irulan did in the Lynch film. Chaney now starts the film. I think that makes sense. I think that's such a better, like, yeah. overall, that's so much more Because we're starting concise. with her anyways. And you're, we're going to meet her at the end of this first movie, right? So it's going to be full circle even for this sure, first sure. half of the book. We're, like, packing that all in. Uh, but she also sets up, like, you have a personal account of the Fremen being subjugated by the Harkonnens, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, so, I think uh, Laurel phrases this as, uh, some miraculous exposition from the Fremen point of view narrated by Cheney. I thought this was the weakest part of the film, uh, but it's got nothing on the disembodied Irulan and three-page glossary of the Lynch feature. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> the bar was... When when Irulan <laughs> comes back in, also, one more thing. <laughs> I love so much. Very Edric there. Very, very... I mean, I think they're married at that point. <laughs> Uh, now, a scene where the Atreides families receives the official order to take over Arrakis during the Imperial Ooh. Ceremony. So that's also in the we first saw that 10 minutes. In the trailer. We, we were speculating in the trailer that uh, when they're all standing, little kind egg of, shape coming there's, down. There's a whole like ceremony, and you see all the Atreides up. Like That had to have been it. So Makes I'm glad sense. that is what we get from it. Um, I get our closing remarks here from Laurel. I remember a line from these trying times. The Fremen were supreme in that quality the ancients called spawn <laughs> which the self-imposed delay between the desire for the thing and the act of reaching out to grasp it. Nice. That's perfect. Yeah. Love it. Perfect where we are right now. Uh, to be honest, I'm not that disciplined. <laughs> if I could stick my, hot, my hand in the pain box so we can watch it now, I'd consider it. But alas, late October remains the release date. Thank you so much, Laurel. That's fantastic. Thank you for sending the bat for that. What an amazing recounting. There were some really cool things in that trailer that, uh... Yeah, oh, I mean, I want to talk about the trailer, too. If you got a second, Mike. Yeah. We can, we can dip in. There are amazing little bits. We got some new footage we could finally see to it. What, what are you uh, clinging to? What do you want to bring up first here? Uh, first of all, uh, Duncan Idaho flying like a maniac. Flying, assumedly. We don't know, but those <laughs> scenes are back-to-back. And then in, like, um, full uh, fly gear getup. Like, he's got a yeah, flight mask on yeah, and everything. Yeah. Like, little details that we don't include, but I love. I really like the take on the Thopters. The Dragonfly helicopter. Yep. Like, that's all I ever really wanted. Boom. Oh, they look so fast. They look really good. They look really good. Uh, I like that. I love that we got to see Duncan kind of quib with uh, Paul, where he yeah. does, like, the muscle. And he's like, no, we got More no Duncan in the, so, in the trailer than we did in the entire first book. Well, that's exactly my point. I'm like, yeah, we are going to build that up, and I want to dive so much more. And it, I think we're going to be transcribing that friendship with Gurney in the beginning just straight to just Duncan. To, I think so, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, like... If you're going to fit that much into a short amount, like an hour and a half, we'll say, for, like, that portion of the film, like, you really got to make those relationships, like, memorable or stick with you. And, and trying to build too much up with too many people can, I think, make that difficult. Sure. And I think maybe even, like, flipping around, knowing we're getting to that an hour and a half end point. We're getting to that point where Duncan dies at the end. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. I need to make you want, like, get attached it's gotta to matter. This. Thank you. Yeah, it's got to be one of the things that changes Paul. And I, I hope to God we get that extra vision where, because remember how we saw Duncan in some, but not another, or was, was that a vision? 
Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he yeah. knew Duncan would in some he survived it. and some he didn't. Like I would love that that be something he thinks about when Duncan falls for like the first person that gave their life sure. for the Atreides. It will be a huge moment for Paul in there. And it also is just sort of like a narrative way to if they do get greenlit for further films, first of all, finish up like the last part of Dune. Yeah. Then if they do go into like Messiah, the prophet, whatever they want to call it, hate is going to be a big character in that. Right. So like that's going to be a big effect on them. So like establishing that early rapport and uh, relationship early is, I think, important. Now, how we make Timothy Chalamet look older than Jason Momoa at that point, I don't know, but <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta like flip them or you gotta equalize them somehow. We might be able to equalize them we'll with some gray we'll hair, but that's great. And so that's like at about a minute in, we hit that point. The only thing we kind of skipped over right in there is it does start with Chaney in the beginning of this trailer, which I think is going to be at a parallel with the movie. And I just, uh, Laurel said it was like, eh, I'm not sure about it. Hey, good enough start. I really like the feeling that it gave me starting off and this ominous setting for it. So I love an idea, the idea of a Fremen kicking the story off. It just yeah, seems so much sure. more fitting uh, and getting you into it. Uh, I think the other thing I wanted to cue in on, like we said, the scene of like them accepting the uh, charge for Arrakis. Sure. It seems like it's about a minute 10 into the trailer. This all these Atreides banners, this whole like setup on Caladan. Sure. I can't wait to get to Caladan and spend so much time in that castle. And like, who gets off to give you the like the the, the change, like to start this whole thing? What, I don't know. what Imperial lackey are we going to see? Fenring? That would Mike. Don't even fuck it. <laughs> don't don't. Who knows? Who knows? I didn't even have my hopes up just yet. Let's continue on with this. I think the other big thing before we get to like the Jameis duel that we allude to in here sure. is the Harkonnens. Let's go with e all them. Yeah. We see we get to see the beast. Yeah. Piling bodies up on the side. I only assume Fremen bodies. Gotta be Fremen bodies. The ink vine whip at mm. the side. Yeah. Oh, yes. He has the red attached. Yeah. We're going to see him use that for sure. Oh, for sure. I hope we get a good definition of it. I love this vision of the Baron lifting and like the fabric yeah. that kind of goes from very it. Very wraith-like. Yeah. Yes. Just like, oh, very death incarnate in the yeah. paleness of them all. That seems to be what we're invoking instead of grotesque. Yeah. Just, just death. death. Yeah. That's a way better one. I think that's really good. Did you get the imagery of Jessica with the like writing all around her? Yeah, I imagine that's a ceremony for like becoming the Reverend Mother. I, I'm thinking you and I, we were having this discussion off my coming to of like the idea that Paul would have visions too. That one is so artistically stylized to me, where it's like the wall, it's sort of like a fisheye effect to it. Sure. And the writing on her face doesn't move where it looks like it's written, like a sure. sort of ritualistic thing. I'm like, I feel like that one is a Paul vision. Cause I, I think the water of life is too far. I don't know, but like, that's, the, that's what I kind of hope a lot of this imagery could be in the trailer too, of like, it could be red herrings of I, just like Denny Bayou being like, what does Paul see? Well, that's, that's one of the things we had considered that, uh, how much of this trailer is actually just like possibilities, not actual like things that are yeah, happening plot wise. Yeah. yeah. And one of the biggest things being like, uh, I think I want to assume it's like Fedaikin at the end, like. Paul is dressed up in some crazy getup. That's not a still suit I've seen it, before. It's like you get the reveal. The face like a mask, camo, a face yeah. mask folds back. It's this like power armor suit. Somebody yeah, pretty like much. just dicing away with people in the desert, in the sun at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? It's in the light. It's in the light. But that like, makes all the people are emerging from the sand though. Oh, uh, uh, so you know it's Fremen. They are popping. Yeah, they yeah. gotta be Fremen then. Like daisies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, there's a bunch of them too. It's really pretty. Yeah. So I, I 
I don't think that that's an actual scene in there just because the, the look on Paul's face is just a little, like, uh, vacant. And honestly, I think that that was the weakest part of the trailer. It just looks like such bad CGI. Like, his it, face it, is just plastered onto, the, like... It does look, uh, yeah. It's the only one where I get that feeling. Nothing yeah. else took me out of the immersion. That was the one where I hit it. was like, uh, 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 Yeah. It's it, like... Did somebody copy-paste? Like, it, it really felt like someone, like, dropped the buck on that. Yeah, well... I, the God Buck? Uh, the God Buck. <laughs> the God Buck. No, you can uh, tell when we're recording this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I hope there's something more to it, ultimately. that does, I can't imagine it's going to leave me disappointed, but it, it just felt a little off for it. And then that kind of finishes us off. We hit the credits in there. Starts rolling. We're left wondering. We got some great battle scenes. I love the way the shields look. I think there's some more we could pull. Oh, one thing I do want to pull out. The tree. The light tree. Did you see it? Oh, yes. Like... Uh, it, it reminded me of neurons in a brain. Yes. And that's probably what Yui was looking at, but th- that's just the different path. No, no, no. Uh, it's Paul looking through it. It's Paul looking through it, but I think that was Yui showing a presentation. Oh, okay. I thought, I took it as a Bene Gesserit training. It, I think that's like a ner- a Bindu nerve training well, kind of thing. Maybe we're going to find out for sure. For Yeah, definitely. But like, I either one of the, I like, you went to the doctor aspect. And yeah, yeah, with yeah. the training. But like, either, I definitely seem like nerves. But just the idea, I, I maybe I associated that with, because I heard Yui's voice as a, a well, voiceover. Speak- okay, yeah, yeah. It's like your son sees too much and looking at all these different paths, you know? Oh, <gasps> yeah. Oh, that's a good, that's a good double. Yeah. Making the meaning, yeah. At the nerve pass that through. I think so, all that's going to coalesce very, very cool well. stuff. Very well. But that's the Dune trailer. That's our uh, special emergency alert email from Laurel. Thank you for giving us the Just uh, some quick takeaways. Yeah, it was really awesome. Some and frank we'll, takeaways, really. Yeah. Oh, uh, hey, Bruno. Uh, Bruno's going to walk the bat out, I yeah, guess. You got to show him the door? All right. Yeah, cool. yeah. I mean, hey, bat to bat. I'm not going to get in the Cialago ways. Yeah. But, I mean, you have any other thoughts you want to cling to? Any other hopes for the movie? Uh, wait, hopes or thoughts? Yeah, well, just like what you want to see in there that we didn't get in that trailer. I mean, I guess first impression, I always wanted to see more Piter. Oh, you, gotta you, see you always need more Piter. Need a little more Piter in my life. But uh, we didn't even see Thupir in that trailer, which I thought was kind of interesting. He was standing next to him. Uh, True. We didn't it, like. We yeah, didn't really get any like we interaction. Get, we get, we get a, no solo Thupir close-up of doing something. I will say, though, so far, you, you Oscar, know what scene I, I want? No, the, the Jessica Thupir scene. Oh, that was, the yeah, fist yeah, yeah. in the Bene Gesserit gauntlet. If we got that, that would be pretty good. That'd be really good. But uh, so far, I just want to say Oscar Isaac, fucking home run so far. Nailed it. I think like, I, that's all I ever wanted. I think from we're going to agree with uh, if Laurel had the greatest sentiment of all. Like, I can't imagine anyone else at this point. I hope that's what we walk away with. That would be a pretty great role to like have plastered onto your name. Indeed. Oh, do, do you hear that? What was that? Bruno? Oh, probably nothing. Okay. Know. Thank you, guys. Uh, If we have any other Dune news, we'll certainly let you know. But as always, the spice must flow. flow.